0: You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we continue on our coverage of Nip Tuck, a uh, disturbingly perfect drama, as we move now into the fourth season. We are now technically in the second half of at least seasons, not necessarily of episodes, but we'll cross that bridge uh, in about six episodes time, because we're nearly at the halfway point of the show. But uh, we are into the fourth season, a season which I am very happy that we're here for. I love this season. I think it's a very underrated season of Nip Tuck, and a very, very enjoyable one, and uh, lots to talk about in this episode today. We're covering Cindy Plum. This first aired on the 5th of September, 2006. It was written by Ryan Murphy and directed by Ryan Murphy. Uh, So the Mr. Esteemed... uh, did this one himself so lots to cover this is a very interesting fun and uh decent episode uh my name is ben and uh my balls are no longer portionate to my wang
1: and i'm not cam why is there a statue of a cock in the living room
0: <laughs> this episode has got so many quotes um did i steal yours or was that <laughs> not the one you were going for
1: Nah, there was, a, there was another one, I can't remember, the. I'm waiting for it to come up in the episode because I can't remember the exact wording of it, but it did yeah, crack me no, there's, up. Yeah, there's
0: a few good ones in this episode, but um, yeah, season four, Nick, did you ever think we'd make it this far? Do you think we'd give up after like season two and kind of not make it to the the season four that is often regarded by most Nip Tuck fans as boring, um, which I completely disagree with, but uh, yeah, here we are, season four.
1: Yeah, no. Well, I'm glad we're here. It's um, it's a breath of fresh air. I've got to say. Um, you know, it, it, sometimes it, it's good to have high stakes in these shows, and sometimes it's good to, after you've had a big high stakes thing, is kind of just dial it back a little bit and just enjoy the show for what it is. And it's funny. This one really feels like a um, it's like a redo of season one in a lot of ways. And you know, there's just a lot of things that connect. I think we talked about this in the last show, but you know, lots of things that kind of connect it with season one in this weird way. Um. And it feels like an enhanced version of season one mm. in a lot of ways, and and you know, no complaints from me about that. It's uh, my, my only complaint is that um, that they, they don't have a new color scrubs <laughs> for me to note. It's they're still in the brown scrubs, but you know, small, small. I'm detail pretty sure they change
0: it. when they go to LA next season. I think I, I remember maroon or sort of a ready color, um, which I think yeah. is next season. But uh, anyway, but um, yeah, we're, we're here. We are, and it's it's kind of interesting, just. You know, we we went over a little bit in our Season 3 recap about this season and regards to its sort of its viewpoint amongst the fans and everything along those lines. But, yeah, it's so much around this, which is kind of like, it's weird saying old-school nip-tuck. I mean, we're only in the fourth season. It's like we're in, like, the 14th season or something like that. But, um, you know, there's such a vibe around this season, kind of, as you were saying, like, Season 1. I mean, we kind of we'll have a really ongoing storyline which is just amazingly connected to season one a real blink and you miss moment from season one which they kind of make almost like the main story point for a large portion of this season it's just little things like that um just done so well and kind of in this first episode alone uh we talked also a lot about sort of like the big name stars that they bring in here for season four and uh we have a few big ones in this episode already, so um, just get used to this, it's kind of a... But it doesn't feel sort of like over the top, like, oh, here we go, like, here's this celebrity, you know, like, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Will and Grace, but even I'll admit it kind of it got to a point where it was just like, oh, shit, which really famous person will be in Will and Grace this week? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of... I think it's done well, but... We've got a bit to cover on that one. Obviously, um, you know, it's, it's almost like a bit of an extended episode. I think this is like a 50-minute episode kind of without ads. So, given it's premiere. And I actually, I remember watching this um, kind of back when I was downloading this. I mentioned this about season three. But I randomly remember downloading this episode. And then I'm pretty sure, like, at the time, um, my dad was like, I had to go with him because he had to pick up my mum from work. So, I remember sitting in the back seat of my car watching this episode on my iPod. Because, uh, you know, that was back, I think, when I had my first oh. ever, like, video iPod. So, I could, like, transfer it across my iPod and was sitting in the back seat watching this episode while I was waiting for mum to finish work. So, there's a random little um memory I had watching this episode. Um... But yeah, we, we start off, let's get into it, Brown Scrubs, as she said, um, and straight away with the music. Can I point out, it's a very 70s vibe to Nip Tuck Season 4 when it comes to the music. Obviously, we kind of associate 80s music a lot with uh, Nip Tuck, uh, but uh, particularly in these first few episodes, we get a lot of 70s music. I don't know if really you kind of paid attention to that, or that's just me really picking that up, but yeah, we're, we're back in the 70s here all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, no, I like a lot of the music choices in these first few episodes. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's fun stuff, because I think a lot of the stuff I, um, you know, it's quite, um, I don't know if abstract's the right word, but it's quite, you know, like it's it's music you haven't really heard of before, it's... um, you know, quite niche music, whereas this or a lot, there's kind of like a lot of music that that lots of people generally know, um, which I quite like. It's it's nice to to have this music and, and you know for the music to take a bit more centre stage, which I think it does. Well oh, it really season. starts
0: off straight away. We get a boogie oogie oogie by a taste of honey. There's some a sentence I never thought I'd utter yeah. in a podcast before, um, but we've got a <laughs> his and her uh, facelift, an old couple, um, and uh, kind of I just love the way they edit this kind of with the song and the editing kind of back to a real classic. Sort of surgery scene Because yeah We really did miss A lot of surgery scenes In season 3 Didn't we It wasn't necessarily um, As noticeable um, But yeah It's it's kind of just It's a nice little start Then uh, Christian's finished His uh, person And then Sean's like Get over here I'm lonely And uh, gives him A, a golden scalpel Because it's their 5,000th surgery Oh How sweet um, Which I mean You know Good job for Sean Keeping it uh, secret It's kind of a nice Little surprise for them But um, And, of course, later on, they've got to go out and celebrate to 5,000 more. Um, uh, Christian wants to celebrate with a nice slice of hair pie, uh, (laughs) which, don't we all? Um, And they're talking about having a 10-year plan. And, obviously, uh, he's talked about it with Julia. Kind of, we know they're back together now. Um, And then, obviously, Christian's uh, wanting to get close to someone, and he couldn't agree more. And all of a sudden, we have... These two women who walk towards them, uh, it's Jill and Riley, uh, sisters, (laughs) you're sweet. Um, And then uh, it's mother and daughter for those playing at home. Uh, uh, Sean goes home to make love to his wife and then propose. Uh, And then I kind of like it when um, the mum's sort of just like, oh, family man, you know, how sweet. And then Christian puts his arms around both of them, yes, there's nothing more important than family. Does this just not remind you of what is it? Wasn't the second episode when he had sex with the twins? And it's like mother and daughter once, but never twins. Like, I don't know if you remember that far back.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about this is what i'm talking about it's a bit of a throwback cuz this whole like this montage of you know <laughs> Christian with the, with these twins it's got kind of, yeah like it's a throwback to that but it's also a throwback to you know like Sean goes home and has the yeah. bad sex with his wife which is you know that that's straight out of the first episode you know while Christian's being Kim, kimber yeah. for the first time and you know he's a, he's he's at home with Julia and he's like oh that hedge is uneven you know like <laughs> you know and so this is it's a real good callback i really like it and you know love oh. the music as well the lovers in the air you know it's it's really good Um um, but just one thing I wanted to go back to real quickly is like, is the moment to give give Christian the golden scalpel like while he's still got gloves and blood all over his gloves in <laughs> surgery? Um, that seems like an, an inappropriate time to give him um, something like that. But um, yeah, no, it, it's pretty funny. The other thing too is like, why does Christian need so many condoms? <laughs> like that, that does seem like a lo- that does seem like a lot of condoms, like a huge yeah, amount. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, it is, it is Christian,
1: anything, do they? so
0: I mean, you know, he's he's a man of stamina. So, um, I I love this scene. Like, I mean, you know, I know this is like legitimately pretty much the second scene of this entire season and I'm already throwing this out there as a, I don't think this would make the top five, but like we kind of, we're missing one and we kind of want a random scene just because it's fun. It's just, I don't know, like it really takes you straight back into the old days of Nip Tuck and just like, yeah, the love is in the air, like a great Australian uh, connection. I've actually interviewed, um, Oh, God, I've gone blank in his name now. John Paul Young. I've actually sat down face-to-face and had an interview with that man, Um which is kind of interesting because it was, I think, released in, like, the 60s, but then it got obviously famous again in the 90s because of uh, Strictly Ballroom. Um... But yeah, and they and they recently used it for sort of the marriage equality campaign here in Australia as kind of the uh, anthem for the the yes campaign. But a very nice man, John. He's very short. But anyway, I just love the way they use this this song and just like yeah, the kind of classic as we always go over the the back and forth scene sort of intertwine with each other. And I mean, it starts off okay for Sean. I love the way he's kind of like in the mirror and he's kind of like you know doing himself, and then he walks out and Julie they're like ah, uh, but then obviously you know it's it's. It's kind of, we sort of had also, wasn't it, in season one with uh, Gina and Julian, uh, Julian, because we don't call him uh, Christian anymore, um, when they were trying to have sex when she was <laughs> pregnant. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know, back and forth there, as you were saying, season one. And, like, I, I don't know if, like, FX kind of, like, fixed up their ratings or something like that, because there's just these sex scenes seen a little bit more graphic than we're generally seeing. Um you're like, I'm not complaining, but like <laughs> yeah. to me, they'd like, I can't remember them being like this quite full on, uh, you know, we're still not seeing any boobs or anything, but still, like, I mean, these are pretty graphic sex scenes for sort of a, a TV show of, that we haven't sort of don't get to see the nudity, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, it does creep me up. Like I like when Christian's having sex with a mother, and it's almost like he's doing like the yeah. cowboy thing. Like he's he's got like one arm in the air. It's like it's so funny. Um, yeah, no, it, it is, and I think you just you nailed it. Like it's um, it is fun, and you know, after all the all that carver drama, and you know, it got real heavy there, and, and this is just like a fun scene. It's just it's back to the the, the stuff you love about the show. It's just you know Christian just playing up and having a great time, and you know, um, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's and really even the way it
0: kind of ends, like, uh, you know, with, um, you know, Julia, what did she say? Like, oh, I'm a bit gassy, like, you know, rain check. <laughs> and then just, you know, the, the zoom up on, like, Sean's face, and then it kind of, you know, you go back to Christian, who, yeah, has been doing the cowboy yee-haw kind of thing. But then, even then, he's just kind of, just the way they kind of zoom in on his face, and you hear the beach in the background. Like, I don't know, it's just... It's just a nice sort of like way they sort of end it, just on their faces. Like you know, even Christian's kind of having this sort of feels, which obviously is going to be a big theme of this episode about him. So, um, just such a great way to start. This is this this is a fourth season, people. Like, I mean, have we had a better start to a season than season four? Like, I'm just even putting that out there. Like, you hated the start of last season, didn't you? Where well, we kind of had Christian's funeral. Um, uh, oh, yeah, so here so we are. Yeah. Like, boom, we're straight into it. <laughs>
1: Well, I think it's quite nice as well, is that obviously last season is you know you you have to start on the cliffhanger, whereas this time it's a clean start really, and we can we can just start you know on this this all new start, um you know everybody just you know kind of resetting and having a good time really, um so yeah it's uh which it's is good. the
0: last time we'll ever have this in Miami at least because I mean you know next season I guess you technically have a clean start there in LA, it's I mean it's not really a cliffhanger but you know it's kind of it's how it started, but um yeah I mean this will be the the last time we'll ever sort of do this similar to what we had in season two where you know obviously it's all about the 40th birthdays and everything so um yeah i i just yeah that the condom scene i just i don't know that's hilarious <laughs> just you know how many did he grab there go back and count it um but anyway so we then um meet you know pretty important couple that we're going to get for the rest of this season no it's not uh jill and riley who've just had sex with christian uh it's bert and michelle uh, the Landals, um, played by special guest star, special appearance by, you know, it's a big deal when you've got a big name on your episode, but it's special appearance by, um, which, you know, mm. it's always a big deal. Uh, of course, um, the esteemed, and why have I gone blank on his name here? Um, uh, Nick, I've nearly gone blank on your name there all of a sudden too. Um... Uh, larry hagman of course why am i like yeah i'm just talking up i'm talking this guy but anyway the esteem larry hagman of course well i think i think
1: i think one of the reasons you might have forgotten his name is because uh, you know he is the most perfect bert i've <laughs> ever seen like he like he he suits that name so bert. well like he just looks he like a Bert. <laughs> um yeah he just does he, he bert landau they like, couldn't have <clears> name this guy better he just like he suits that name so well like if you asked me to draw a picture of somebody called Bert Landau, <laughs> that's probably who I would have drawn. That's that's awesome. That's I've really good. i never
0: thought about it that way. That's perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, like Larry Hagman. I mean, come on, you know, this is J.R. Ewing and um, the well, I can't remember his name, but the Genie's husband in I Dream of Genie. Like, I mean, this guy's a legend. I mean, he's sadly no longer with us anymore. But um, yeah, I remember watching this. I go, holy crap, it's Larry Hagman. Um, or Bert. Let's <laughs> call him Bert. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and obviously, even, uh, Michelle, played by, uh, Sana Lathan, who, I mean, she's not really a household name, but she's still a pretty big star. Like, she's been in quite a few things. She's quite a popular actress in, in some circles. Uh, you know, I think she was in the, the Blade, at least one of the Blade movies, wasn't she? Um, I mean, I don't know if you're really familiar with her, but, um, she, you know she's she's pretty well known in some circles. So, and I think she's gorgeous. I don't know if that's just me, but I think she's beautiful. Um, and I love I love the Landau storyline, which I think people thought was just bland. A lot of people complained about this, but I don't know. There's just something intriguing about um them kind of coming into this. Uh, but obviously, here we've just really got um having no clue that they're going to be sort of mage players in this season because uh we find out that Bert's balls are too small. Um, he, he had, uh, cancer and obviously they didn't get to fix him properly. Uh, he wants them the size of Kiwis. There we go. Bit of a reference to New Zealand, sort of. Um, and, uh, you know, we hear the story about, excuse me, uh, him proposing on their first night. Uh, and then kind of, we get a bit of, you know, subtle looks between Michelle and Christian, a bit of, you know, glary flirting, um and then you know he she's obviously we get a bit of a story here about how he's going around buying sort of like medical practices and turning them into big things so um yeah i mean this is just our brief introduction to them there's not a whole lot really talking this scene but i don't know i don't know how you feel about them in this season or if you kind of have too much memories considering what you may or may not have watched to this point of recording this episode but uh i like the Landau's. i like this ongoing storyline for season four
1: yeah no, I mean, I really like it as well, and i like I was saying earlier, it's nice to get something back to something that's a little bit more simplistic, I suppose you know, like not everything has to be end into the world big massive thing like it's nice to just have something that's a little bit more kickback. back, so yeah no i'm I'm a big fan, I of kind
0: it. of like how like Christians are like talking about their sex life like, what sort of details do you need dr Troy? um, I never get why uh Lathan is never credited as a main cast member. I mean, I know she's only in it for one season. But, I mean, somebody in the first season was only credited for one season, and she disappeared. Um, so, you know, she, she essentially <laughs> should be. I mean, she's in this more than frickin' Gina was last season uh, as a comparison. So, uh, I just, I never understand why Santa Lathan is not considered, you know, on the credits, sort of a main cast member. Maybe it was just a, a contractual thing or something like that. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, I always consider her a main star of, of Nip Tuck. Um, Julia meanwhile is getting checked out, uh her getting another ultrasound and we find out it's a boy. Kind of to say dick moment by this woman, this uh nurse lady or doctor or whoever she is. Like generally isn't that the appropriate time where you say, um, oh, would you like to know the gender? Not just like, it's a boy (laughs) Like I don't know if you picked up on that. But uh Doctor Allenby it is, but uh we we find out uh, it's what she feared. There's something wrong um, with the baby. She hasn't discussed it with Sean yet. Um, and she obviously just mentions that she didn't want to tell him because she was afraid that he would ask for an abortion. Uh, she just wanted to make sure, you know, see how it was. And one thing I've really noticed here is Jolly Richardson's eyes are incredibly blue. I don't know. If, like I'm just staring like, wow, these things are incredibly blue. But, um, yeah, uh, I mean, obviously this is going to set up a lot for... Um, this season, I might just kind of lump in here. I know they're kind of polar polar opposite uh, scenes in regards to tone. But obviously, you know, we find this out. But then we're back to Christian's house. He's still having a nice time with the mother and daughter. Obviously, they've come back for a little bit more. Um, we get some great one-liners here. I mean, take your pick, Nick, in terms of some of the other ones I wanted to use. Um, I was sucking dick when you were sucking on pacifiers. Uh, our, t- our tongues yeah, are good yeah. enough for your ass but not your mouth. And we kind of get this uh, very fucked up tale of how this is how they bond as mother and daughter. They've been doing it since she was sixteen when they caught her with her stepdad. Um, Which which is funny because just remember that because we're in about four episodes' time when Rosie O'Donnell comes into this show. There's a bit of a sort of a connection to that weirdly. Um, But then it's it's like eventually Christian doesn't want to kiss the daughter, so then she's like, Mom, he won't kiss me, um, and then kind of they have a fight over this because he doesn't want to kiss them, and then for some reason they walk out, and this means that Christian gets told off for, for um, you know, being connecting with people. I, I don't kind of understand how these women just not automatically get that because he won't kiss them. Fair enough. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so kind of two polarising, opposite polar opposite scenes there, from the serious to the... My tongue's not good enough for your mouth, but it's good enough for your ass. Hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's this whole thing of like, you know, I guess it's supposed to just like setting up for Christian. Like, even for him, this is this is a bit a bit out there. Um, which I I I really enjoy. I think it's quite funny. Um, yeah, the, you know, even Christian has his limits. Yeah
0: kind of strange. Anything, like, I mean, Julia, I mean, these these are all setups, I feel. This entire episode's a great setup. Because, I mean, obviously, you know, the fact that we're going to get, um, you know, Connor, as we're going to hear his name. And uh, he's going to have, uh, I cannot pronounce it either, or whatever it is. It's kind of, you know, his hands are deformed, um, which we'll learn about, obviously, soon. But, uh, I mean, it's kind of, it's an interesting setup, I feel, like, that they kind of... I don't know being sort of, I mean, again we always forget this is a medical show so I guess it kind of makes sense doesn't it to sort of have a a, a baby
1: with a you know a, a disability I guess Yeah I suppose so and I think it's you know it's telling that it's one that you know um is a, a physical thing that could potentially be solved with surgery you know so that obviously sets us up for for quite an interesting um you know like storyline throughout the rest of the season um about surgery and where that's going to go and we're going to get uh, our our infamous uh flash forward oh. scene um in a few episodes time which um you know we're either going to love or hate it's going to be interesting to see uh, what's and going everyone, on there. everyone has to love um, it come on sorry can just, <laughs> yeah can, can i can i just go go back to point that um one thing okay. um christian needs to get into the tan <laughs> bed doesn't he he has the world's wisest ass <laughs>
0: Which, actually, that's one thing I wanted to point out. Like, talking about the graphic nature of this, can we just go back and imagine the filming of this scene when Julian McMahon has to remove his pants, get on the bed with these two women, and basically, like, I'm sure Julian McMahon probably does have a very impressive dong, but, like, just like this scene, (laughs) like, where these girls just have to stare at him, just, you know, and and cut, thank you, like Ryan Murphy, and cut. (laughs) It's just, you know, like... Don't we all wish we were like Julian McMahon in real life and Christian that we just, we don't give a shit. Off come the pants. Oh, who cares if I'm acting a scene or not? You know, he's my big dong ladies. Uh, like well, Too bad if he's got like a tiny little raisin or something like that. They're all like, ooh, and they're like, cut, the like, Julian McMahon's small. Uh- <laughs>
1: well, ho- hopefully, hopefully his wing is proportionate to his ball, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, but he does. He definitely needs to get the ass out on uh, South Beach or something like that and um, get, get yeah. it dead. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah the, the- now, have you, 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 have you not got to, or have you talked over the no, this, anything? Because Annie this is gets next. quite
0: That's, a... that's, yeah, that's yeah, why I, I had to get it separate, Nick. Come on now. We, we need to have the esteemed Annie, uh, separate because, um, you know, starts off with her getting mushrooms out of the fridge and her and her mum's got a thing, chicken tetra to something or other. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, um, Christian's over for dinner, um, They're talking up stuff, and all of a sudden it's like, go and practice Uh, your play with your dad. You're the lead in Puss in Boots. (laughs) Here she is. Here's little old Annie with a little hat, kind of having a play read with dad, uh, which is amazing. Like, this scene should not be amazing. It's legitimately a little girl reading a play with a dad. But us being us, we're going to point this out for Annie. Where's Annie? Here she is. She's in it. Like, can we just point out, this might be a record for a season. She's in at least the first three episodes. So, like, I mean, when was the last time we had three consecutive yeah. episodes of Annie? Uh-
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely going to be a trend. I mean, we're going to see we more do. of Annie, not less, which I think Yeah, is we definitely
0: thing. do. But uh, obviously Christian's looking on, feeling a bit, you know, disheartened, seeing you know, how close, uh, you know, Sean and um, and Annie are. But <laughs> the one time they're actually close that he remembers he's got a daughter. But um, I think kind of the important thing to mention here, which I think you alluded to as a deleted scene, is they mention, oh, Matt's out in the garage, you know, like, oh, no, this is a family dinner. He should be here. But, um, obviously you mentioned there's a deleted scene, didn't you? Where he's like working out in the garage or something like that, or you, you did mention that at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's basically it because, you know, I just wanted to see what the resolution would be to um, um, to the story from last season because it kind of feels like they just drop it and don't really resolve it. And, and spoiler alert, they actually do kind of resolve it with a few drop lines later on, but um, not in this episode, but but a little bit uh, in the next episode. But, yeah, so there is, a, there is a, a deleted scene where he's kind of in the garage just doing bench presses, basically. Um, and, um, yeah, it's, it's not very interesting. I can see why it got dropped. <laughs>
0: Well, it's it's kind of interesting I sort of how I touched on saying that they kind of just forget about these. And, like, yeah, I guess kind of I uh, maybe oversold that, the fact that, yeah, it's sort of mentioned. And same with, like, the whole Julia Spa storyline. It, it's mentioned. But I don't know. I just... The way that the fact that these are two really big things that are in Season 3 that are just quickly gelled over, it's kind of like, okay, let's move on. <laughs> like, it's just, you know... I mean, Matt was kind of involved in an attempted murder. And then, you know... Julia apparently was like the richest, wealthiest spa owner in Miami. Um, And they're just kind of like, oh, well, remember those, moving on. (laughs) And the car was never mentioned again, I think, from memory too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's quite telling as well that, um, you know, like this is where Matt kind of sits in the story is that this is two seasons in a row where he's had something of a, a, not exactly a cliffhanger, but he's yeah. had some unresolved issues um, in the finale and they haven't addressed them in the premiere of the next season. And You know, like, that's weird that they've done that twice now.
0: Yeah, true. And, like, I, I think kind of as, um, you know, at least at the time of recording this compared to releasing this, obviously, you're listening to this, it's, it's probably been a month or so since we aired the John Hensley interview, but for us recording this, it's only been a few days. Um, and kind of as we talked about in that interview, really, Matt, out of all the seasons, I would say four is kind of Nat's least involved season. Um there's just, you know, he meets Kimber joins Scientology. That's about it. Um so yeah, that's kind of Matt in Season 4, which is kind of a nice, calm thing compared to what we're going to get with him in the last two seasons. So, hashtag poor Matt really escalates um, Season 5, Season 6. Remember, the download the John Hensley interview if you haven't listened to it yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're just Annie in it. Like, could you imagine Annie is Puss in Boots? Uh, I don't know, like, probably does a better job than Antonio Banderas. I wouldn't have a clue.
1: Uh yeah, no, I can't say I've uh, I've seen the Puss and Boots other than in the uh the Shrek the Shriek movie. Um Me I haven't too. seen the standalone Puss in, Puss in Boots movie. Yep. Um yeah, so um yeah, uh, it's <laughs> uh, a it's, weird question it's, it's to ask. Odd, it's it's an odd <laughs> it's an odd choice of plays to decide um, you know, what the, the um yeah it's an old one if any other plays i could go with i didn't realize that "Possum boots was it was a big one but there you go yeah i've learned something
0: i just love the fact that annie randomly gets a scene reading a script why not um i mean we're about to get yelled at annie in the next episode poor annie like <laughs> i feel for her in the next episode anyway um so christian meanwhile because he's obviously sad that uh you know he's staring at um annie you know having this moment with the dad and Clearly, she's being, he's being told off by, uh, you know, mum and daughter. So he's feeling a bit down. Um, so Christian takes himself to therapy because why not? It's taken four seasons. Here he goes. Um, but who should just happen to be the therapist? Oh, it's Brooke Shields. Hello, Brooke Shields. Um, I like Brook Shields. I don't know if you have any thoughts on Brook Shields. I keep saying her name um, over and over again, but here she
1: is. <laughs> well, I, I guess she's like a like a big name, but uh, like it's funny because like everyone knows who she is, obviously. But when I sat down and thought about it, I couldn't I couldn't name anything that that she was in that I was a huge big fan of. Um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there is stuff, but it, you know, it didn't immediately come to mind. But yes, I mean everyone knows who she is, and she's a good actress, and yeah, I think she's a I think they found somebody who's a good kind of foil for Christian. You know, I think yeah. that she is some. Um, that will work quite well against him in the season. So, and her storyline goes in a bit of a weird place. You know, it I look does. forward to talking about that. Um, it kind of goes places you don't expect it to go. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's going to be fun to, fun to discuss. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely interesting to see such a big name here.
0: Look, I've never seen the Blue Lagoon movies, um, you know, I think kind of where she started on. But, I mean, I randomly remember growing up in the 90s, used to watch Suddenly Susan, uh, just one of those random 90s sitcoms that was on TV. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan. It was just on. So, like, I, you know, knew her from that. Um, she was in a, a show uh, with Kim Raver, who's on uh, who's on uh, Third Watch, who's, you know, whatever, lots of things. Uh, called lipstick jungle for a while and i'm just looking here apparently she's now on law and order svu i think she was kind of one of these ones that if you kind of actually look at what she's done like i think she got really big after the blue lagoon movies and kind of was just one of those tabloid ones because i think it was the whole andre agassi thing that kind of really made her sort of if he's it's one of those ones that if you actually analyze what they do they're kind of more famous for being famous if that makes sense um yeah but yeah, I mean, she I was think- in a sitcom though, wasn't she? Like, what was the what was suddenly the name Susan? Sitcom that she suddenly Susan—that was the name of the sitcom that oh, she was yeah. in.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. She was like in a magazine, I think. I think was it? She, she, there was there was a, a bunch around the same time that kind of all gelled in like, and they were all kind of like vehicles for um like actresses. So like, I remember Veronica's Closet was kind of the Kirstie Alley project. Then you had um Jesse, which was the um Christina Applegate one, which Bruno Campos actually, funnily enough, was in. Uh, and then Caroline in the City was um. Leah Michelle, like from uh, Back to the Future. There was like about four in a row there, around about kind of, you know, the peak of friends and that sort of stuff. But they were all kind of fronted by like pretty well established 80s stars, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um, and they were all like, they all had their place. Like, I mean, they were all kind of things. They're, they're not outstanding sitcoms that we're going to cover anytime soon here on the, I know we think Colin and I had an ongoing joke about Veronica's closet that I was a fan of Veronica's closet, but, um, I just like Kirstie Alley. What can I say? Um, but anyway, um, Brooke Shields, here she is. Uh, she's only in a few episodes actually this season. She's not as many as I actually remembered, but, um, yeah, I, I think, and I think she's one of these women who just, I don't know. She's just always attractive. I don't know if you kind of look at her that way. I mean, we're not here to judge people on looks, but I don't know. I think she's a very attractive woman, Brooke Shields.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like I say, I think she's a, she's a really good um, fit for this character. It kind of makes you wish that she, she played a certain therapist in season one because she <laughs> probably would have been a lot better than, than what we got in that season. But um, nothing against the actress in that because uh, the actress who played that, that particular character, was, uh, yeah. I had no problems with her. Um, but, yeah, I think this would have been a good role. Therapist seems like a good role for Brooke Shields. I don't know why, but it does seem to work for her.
0: Faith Walper is her name. Uh, but we kind of obviously get a big a bit of back and forth here um kind of, you know, when uh, Christian's talking about how um you know he's sort of what happened with that and I love how like she's written down here, oh but you've said here you've screwed and I quote hundreds of the hottest asses in South Beach and I love kind of Christian's little smirk that he have and then he like talking about like um you know the mother and daughter about how he screwed them until my dick almost fell off. That's why he's obviously got so many condoms. Um but he's he's mentioning <laughs> yeah. how um fifteen uh five thousand surgeries, that's how he celebrated and he said fifteen years ago I did exactly the same thing. Um so obviously, you know, she's like, Have you had any love and relationships? And he sort of talks about Julia and uh Kimba. Um and then kind of I like the sort of the line when um what does she say about the the making love or whatever? And he's like, I can demonstrate on you if you like. Like, you know Christian's going to say a line like that. And she's obviously talking about, like, do you look into your partner's eyes when you climax, you know, when you make love to them from behind? You know, this is what it says. And I I kind of like how she says that and what will happen at the end of this episode. Um, But, yeah, but this this is kind of like the laying the foundations. One thing I have to say about season four, and I kind of think Ryan Murphy just, like, has a lot of fun with this because... Um, you know, Ryan Murphy, uh, very proud and out there gay man. He's, he, you know, he did a whole TV series kind of around issues related to sort of like a, you know, a gay couple, very much related to his own life. Obviously Glee was a Glee. Uh, yeah. What am I saying? The show is called Glee it was very much renowned for kind of, you know, it's, it's and even popular. His first show, he's just, he's very good. And we've gone over this kind of writing like, you know, gay storylines and things like that. But I just, there's a real homoerotic vibe to season four. Uh, and kind of, it's, it's through a lot of what he's implying here when kind of, um, faith kind of implies like, oh, maybe you don't have intimacy issues because you're in love with your partner, Sean. <laughs> sure. Uh, Which, you know, this leads to a fantastic episode later on this season with some great dream sequences Because I'm guessing there was a huge underground fandom for, like, as you said, obviously, heterosexual (laughs) love story But I'm sure there was a huge underground fandom for these two actually getting together So, I don't know, I just love the way she kind of lays this in and we're about to get some awkward moments between Christian thinking about it The fact that he even thinks about it, I think is just hilarious
1: Well, I think that's the thing, like, you know, when she says to him, have you considered you're in love with your partner? And he kind of, like, swallows, and it's like... i mean that doesn't that doesn't feel right to me like it feels like christian would just go what the fuck are you talking about you know that would be the more natural reaction um but yeah i mean they're playing it for laughs as you say and you know it is pretty funny and obviously it goes straight into the the next scene where he gets to the clinic and, and sean says something about come and check out my balls or He's something like, come like like here and that. check out <laughs> my balls yeah because the the Nunicles have arrived for, for bert um <laughs> you know, which is which is funny Oh
0: he's got all these Different sizes there And he's like You know Just Christian's so awkward About this And I just love how Sean's kind of like Oh these ones are about My size Oh how big are yours <laughs> Like it's just so funny because like you know you can imagine these two like we see it all the time like they're back and forth how they don't care what they talk about I mean for God's sake they had a threesome together like you know two seasons ago so it's not like they're awkward but I just love how like Christian has that planted in his head and all of a sudden he's Mr Prude and he's just like oh don't talk about that like cause, yeah. uh, you know it's kind of like it's yeah like it's something you would never ever want to actually happen in the show but it's just I just I love the fact that Christian has to second guess it I don't know it's just it's just funny to me
1: yeah it is funny and you kind of think like if this had been a normal situation that the christian would have been right right in on the joke um yeah, yeah no it, it is really good
0: but um yeah it's, i don't know it's just kind of funny i like the kind of little fact that um sean says it like oh i looked through it like three and a half of our five thousand surgeries have been cosmetic let's swip, let's um flip that around so that you know 30 percent of cosmetic and 70 percent of reconstructive sort of moving forward so um that's kind of what he says there, but uh, you just—you think this episode's already got some big names in it? We've, you know, obviously already got Larry Hagman. We've had Brooke Shields. Uh, you know, we've had some big names already in this episode. Well, let's throw in old Kathleen Turner to the mix, shall we? Why not?
1: <laughs> yeah, Cindy Cindy Plum the the t- the titular character of this episode. It's a good one. Oh, I love just
0: random Cindy Plum. Cindy Plum can make you come. Um but like this is
1: this is and, Cat- now, Hold on, hold on. In 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 English, Spanish, Cantonese and Japanese. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs>
0: She's. I mean, Kathleen Turner's great. Like, I mean, I don't know. She was again '80s. What did she had like romancing the stone? She was in those, wasn't she? But um, the obviously, I kind of first knew about her in uh, Friends. She was, of course, Chandler's dad, uh, playing sort of like a cross-dressing, you know, character. And then I believe she was in Californication from memory for some time as well. So I mean, I mean again, big star. Like they've really gone out this episode with the big stars. Uh, but again, kind of as I said before, it's it's not like it doesn't feel over the top, like, oh, here's Kathleen Turner, here's Brooke Shields, you know, here's Larry Hagman, just for the sake of it. They're actually, they, their characters are good, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think this is a, it's an interesting story, you know, about basically she's this phone sex operator who wants her, her voice box lifted. Um, and, you know, and Sean's, Sean's pretty reluctant to do it because Prudish. she's got a history of, 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 well it's more I think that you know he's saying that she's been you know she's a heavy she has been a heavy drinker and smoker and that's affected her. you know um so I think that that's, that's really interesting um but I do like the bit where she kind of brings in the, the tape recorder and like plays plays some of her in action that's quite funny
0: yeah which let's be honest like that just kind of it sounds like she's on helium Then and at the end of the episode when Sean kind of calls her up um she doesn't really sound any different to what she's there sitting in the, the room with him so um. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, um, it's funny. I just like just random Kathleen Turner, just the way she's, uh, you know, here. Um, so, we kind of see the surgery scene um, and uh, we I like this kind of idea that they can wake her up for her to talk and then, obviously, they get yeah. there and they, like, you know, do it again, um, which is kind of interesting, actually. I, I mean, that's fascinating. I'm guessing that's a real thing. I don't know. Like, do you think that's a real thing? I'm guessing it is
1: yeah i think so i mean they have all these medical consultants i can't imagine they just make this part up just for you know for um you know narrative reasons i think that it probably is real i do like how they call christian up on the bat yeah get
0: christian on the bat phone (laughs) i love that line um and poor old uh christian well not poor old christian but he's 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 at his apartment, basically, getting it all done up because uh, sort of back with the mother and daughter, how they kind of mentioned something about his style. So here he is wanting to butch it up a little bit. <laughs> Which I just love that, butch it up. Is that a, is that a, how, how are you with your style, Nick? I don't know if that's a term.
1: Um. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure Christian knows all that much either. Um, yeah, but, you know, everyone needs a penis statue in their house, so he's going to go ahead and get that done. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Julia's,
0: uh, back kind of when she got, um, her ultrasound, uh, the, uh, Dr. Allenby mentioned like, oh, we can put you in contact with some people with a similar condition so you can meet them. So she's having uh lunch here with a woman who's got electrodactyly. I want to say that correctly, other, and this woman kind of says, oh, it's harder to say, but it's better than calling it a lobster claw syndrome. Um, and it's kind of, it's, it's interesting because I, look, I, I don't know if this woman, Uh, is legitimately, has this condition or this is like really good makeup effects. Uh, According to uh, IMDB, her name is Brie Walker. Um, Doesn't really, this is apparently her last ever acting gig. (laughs) She hasn't, at least according to IMDB, has not acted since 2006. So um, there you go. But um, yeah, I I kind of, it's it's fascinating sort of um, just, you know, the stories that she says. In regards to you know like oh it's the world that has a problem like you know with this it's what makes you different and kind of yeah how she sort of goes on about it I don't know it's just a, it's a nice little scene obviously for Julia to try and uh, get something I guess
1: um, you know get it into her head if you know what I mean yeah yeah I think so and I you know I think it's. Um, if, if, um this is makeup. It's very good makeup. I it's not no actually. Really I'll job. interrupt
0: you because I've just googled her and apparently no, it's it's legit because she's actually appeared on lots of like Larry King and all these other shows like as sort of more so not as an actor but as like a you know talking about things. But if you Google her, her name, Brie Walker, like there's photos of her. So no, this is she's legitimately got this condition.
1: No, oh, okay. Well, no, that's interesting. Yeah, so no, I think that's really good. Um, and yeah, I think it's kind of setting us up for you know, what we're going to experience in this season. Um, And it's pretty, you know, I think it's important that they show what this is going to look like right at the start so you can get yourself ready for what this is going to be like. Um, Yeah, I think it's really good.
0: I think it's – and also one thing too, which is kind of like you touched on it before about having this condition about how it's something that, you know, obviously they can operate on to try and I guess fix the turn it in there. But I like the fact that they kind of, you know, they don't just go for the generic, oh, Connor's got cancer or like I'm not taking away from those conditions, but I'm saying it's something different that, like, I mean, there's thousands upon thousands of medical conditions out there, and, you know, TV shows cover them in their own way when it comes to things, but, I mean, this, to me, to my knowledge, is the only time I've ever heard of this condition on a TV show. I've never seen it anywhere else. So, um, yeah, I just kind of like how they go out of their way to do something that maybe hasn't, you know, had much attention out there and sort of, you know, pop culture, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, so, no, I think it's uh, it's good, um, and, like I say, I think the important thing is that it's something that could be potentially, at least from an audience perspective, is you immediately think, oh, well, Sean could solve this with, with plastic surgery. And yep. whether or not that's really a thing, um, I don't know. But, you know, I think that's an important thing to for the show to have is that you, you need to believe that he can kind of fix this. Um, the one thing I kind of would be interested to know is, does this just affect their hands or is it their feet as well? Like, I don't know. I, I don't remember that. I don't
0: know. That anything. might, come up,
1: that might um, come up a bit later.
0: From memory, it's not uh, – we don't see anything to do with his feet. But um, – yeah, I, I, look, I don't know. I'm sure it might come, uh, you know, both ways. I I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'd have to Google that, and um, I don't know how to spell it. So <laughs> I'm just dumb, but um, that's a good question. Um, obviously, after this, we've got Christian and Sean getting ready for surgery, kind of a bit more implied sort of, you know, tension. <laughs> I'm out of soap. Move over. Uh, but Christian kind of kicks him out and says, like, look, I can do this, you know, one by myself. Go and play golf. Like, when have I ever played golf? And he's like, you're a rich doctor. Go and play golf. Um, but, um, yeah, so he kind of does the uh, Bert scene, uh, Bert surgery by himself, which has, um, you know, Miss Landau watching, Michelle watching in their window that we saw last season. Apparently, you know, Liz is all against this. Why? Uh, you, know, you let everyone else in and watch. Um I actually noticed this season they kind of seem to be a little bit more strict on their you know things about coming into surgeries there's a lot more mentions of it, so maybe kind of the medical consultants of season four are a little bit more strict on this uh rather than just everybody like coming in but um is this kind of the the most flirtatious sexiest scene you 've ever seen on t v when it comes to a man doing surgery in someone 's balls with suggestive like staring through the window
1: <laughs> the the one thing I really like about the scene is um yeah, the bit where he kind of, um, you know, he, with the remote, he kind of pulls back the curtains and just the, the way she's standing is is really good. I, it, it's just like one of those quick shots and she the way she's posed, I think, is, is, yeah, kind of makes the scene. She's kind of well framed into it and I think that that's really interesting.
0: I love the way he's, like, lifting the balls up and he's kind of like, look, I'm holding it and then puts it down and like, oh, look, another ball and puts it in. Just, like, I don't know. But then we uh, we get kind of recovery Burt, Laying there. I mean, Larry Hagman. Really, like, just to be honest. If you if you didn't know he's going to be in more episodes, like, oh, this is a one-off episode. We have got Larry Hagman. Awesome. Like, what does he do? He kind of talks a little bit. He's asleep for the rest of it, and you see him in a silent scene signing a contract at the end. So it's kind of, you know, Larry Hagman. You've seen Larry Hagman. This is what you're doing with him. Um, but kind of, uh, you know, the recovery and Christian saying about, um, you know, oh, it's going to be the size of grapefruit for a while. Um, and then you know he's inviting her for dinner. Um, and then just, I love her kind of like, well, why don't we just hop into the empty bed right now while he's asleep? Uh, and then she's just like, look, I've never cheated, never will. Uh, we kind of, you know, obviously Christian, I guess everyone's probably thinking about it when we first see this couple, you know, like, oh, you married him for the money. And kind of, she's just like, well, no, I didn't. You don't choose who you love, you know, love chooses you. And, um, this is how happy I was, you know, now with Bert and everything. So, um, yeah, it's kind of just a nice little scene there. And obviously the the flirtation and the chemistry between these two, you know, will they, won't they. Um, and then, uh, yeah, she obviously has a proposition and we find out that she wants to buy McNamara Troy. And uh, we kind of have Christian going into Sean, shows him the contract and he's impressed. But, uh, you know, it's impressive, but I'm not impressed. Um, and then obviously he's kind of Christian sort of saying like, look, you know, we get this upfront fee. We still obviously own part of the business. Uh, we could just cut back on our hours, lose all the administrative things. And instead of doing 70 hours a week, we can cut 30 hours back. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's kind of, it's an interesting thing. Obviously it's going to, uh, set things up. Um, and, uh, yeah, Sean kind of obviously is talking about Christian, you've been distant all week and, you know, and he just says like, no, I won't sell it um you know this is our child i love how he says that and kind of christian's like oh well, we've got to let our child grow up sometimes so yeah here we go the uh the heterosexual love story and their child wanting to get rid of it uh it's a it's a nice little uh scene i think
1: <laughs> one of the things i um go back to about this you know like when the surgery is happening though and um <laughs> you get that whole that whole scene where he's like you know giving giving her basically eye fucking her while he's doing surgery. <laughs> um, if, if some doctors operate on my scrotum, I'd want them fully fully paying attention, especially yeah. with all that smutting stuff that's coming up at one point. But Jesus.
0: Yeah, and the way he's kind of like, yeah, even when he's like cutting into him, she's lo- he's looking at her. It's like, imagine him like the next day, why is my scar, my scar on my balls a bit crooked? It's like, oh, sorry, I was just checking out your wife.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, so we're back at um, Julia's. We, we kind of... Find out here um, that uh, this is where Julia tells Sean about the condition. Uh, I kind of like how Julia's like, it's about the baby. And I love how Sean's like, you lost it? And she sort of shakes her head. It's Christian's. <laughs> like, that's his, like, second go-to. Fair enough, I guess. Um, yeah. But uh, we find out that he's having a baby boy. So, finally, uh, Sean's going to have a legitimate son with um, Julia. But she, um, she tells him about it. Um and then kind of, you know, she sort of says, like, I didn't want to tell you because there's this possibility that you obviously might have, um you know, wanted to get rid of it, uh, and then kind of he's just like, well, I thought it was going to be different this time, you couldn't trust me, um and then that just kind of, this is, again, t- the will-they-won't-they they kind of stuff isn't as bad as season three because, I mean, they're together now, but even just kind of there still to be a bit of, like, you know, Julia changing her mind through certain things and then, like, the next episode she'll be all into him and then she's, you know, off, I fucking somebody else who will come into this soon and stuff like this. So I fucking I like that. I'm going to use that a lot. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of the find-out scene of Sean and kind of just, you know, the trust issues and all this sort of stuff. Um, I don't know. Like, it, it's, a, it's a nice scene. It's well-acted and everything. But I just, again, I'm kind of, you know, we're meant to have this big reveal of, you know, Sean should be upset. But, again, it kind of turns into a, oh, I didn't know how it was going to be this time. And, you know, just back to their relationship, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's um, it is one of those things where you know, um, I think we, I think we're always going to struggle with, it, are not we? It's um, it, it's not always our favourite thing. Um, but um, we're going to have to get used to it a little bit because uh, Julia's not going anywhere for a little while. No, and we obviously get the
0: throwaway line about her selling her shares of the spa. Uh, So, oh, there's a bit of, you know, we just needed to find that out. Where's Delamere? Which, I mean, it's explained more with, like, Gina. I think Gina buys it. And I think Gina, when she comes back this season, it's mentioned again. But, like, is it ever mentioned about Liz? Like, Liz was working for this spa. Like, why is she just back full time with McNamara Troy? That's never explained.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things you don't want to ask too many questions, really, eh?
0: Just, Just go along with it. Um... So yeah, anyway, Sean's gone off and gotten drunk, shows up to uh Christian's house and this is where your line Why is there a statue of a cock in the corner? Uh it's abstract art. Uh it's kinda like Sean. Is that a couch or a crocodile? It's like, you know, why why did you why did you change it? I liked how it was and um yeah, he's obviously it's this is a pretty intense scene kind of just between the two of these and he's he's talking about um you know the condition that he's got and kind of just like he's basically um you know saying about how his son's gonna be a freak and how he's basically saying how he would have wanted it to get aborted if he found out and he's just like God help me yes like it's it's pretty darn um you know powerful stuff for him to basically all but admit he would have asked it to, you know get an abortion if he found out
1: yeah and I think it's it's um it's one of those things where it's really good that we've got these these moments um between these two guys, because this is the kind of thing he could never say to Julia, um, but he can he can say them to, to Christian. And, th- and that's really cool. You know, nice to be able to kind of say these things to, to Christian. And that's where these guys having this relationship is is really useful. And um, so I think it, it's actually really good. Like the two scenes that we get um, of Sean kind of reacting to Julia and then reacting to Christian. I think both are really, really good in their own way. And um, I think they're probably kind of like the highlight of this episode, really. they They are really strong.
0: Yeah, and just the big hug that they have as well, it's kind of like, you know, just the way they have that. And then he all but says, like, oh, let's, you know, I've agreed, let's uh, sell the business. Because obviously now that, um, you know, he's going to have a disabled son, he wants to be there a little bit more for Julia. So um, that kind of comes into it. So we kind of get this closing sort of, I guess, montage with a song sort of saying about so tired of being alone. Um, and then, kind of through this, we get uh, Christian uh, having sex with uh, Faith, aka Brooke Shields, kind of from behind again. Kind of going back to that throwaway line that she says in um, there. It's kind of like when they cut to the um, the, the uh, what do you call it, the waiting room, and that guy just kind of hears like everything like shoved off the desk. Um, I don't know. I just kind of like it, but like as you said, it kind of gets a bit weird. This storyline. Uh, but I don't know, I just kind of like it. It's a random storyline with, uh, Brooke Shields character, but it's, yeah, this is kind of like, just remember this, cause it's gonna play into a little bit about, um, you know, her, and obviously her thoughts with Christian. Um, but then we also get, in this montage, we see uh, Sean and Christian signing the contracts with uh, Bird and Michelle, and that is the biggest fucking table I've ever seen in my life. And why the hell are they yes. at, like, opposite ends? What is that about, like, legal proceedings, that they've got to be literally at the other end of the table? I mean, it looks great on TV, but really? Are they really going to be at other ends of the table? That's a huge table.
1: It actually reminds me of um, the New Zealand government had the, our cabinet <laughs> tables like that. You know, whenever you have a shot of the new government all sitting around... You know the cabinet meeting. It looks like that.
0: Yeah, uh, I haven't seen. I have to look at that. Uh, then you know, we were, I suggestive eye fucking between Michelle and Sean. Uh, Michelle, well, Michelle and Chris is probably doing it with Sean. I don't know. Um, yeah. But then we have uh, Sean in bed. He gets up and uh, goes to the weights. Matt's not longer in there, and uh, essentially he calls up Cindy Plum. So there's old uh, Sean having phone sex. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm like, that's kind of you know wouldn't she know that it's him i guess kind of it's a job not to call out people but i don't know um i think there's just something in that to me that's kind of like if you're gonna do that don't call up someone with the fantasies you actually know what she looks like, <laughs> like yeah. that's yeah. half the issue yeah. I'm, just, I'm no disrespect to kathleen turner but like you know <laughs> i don't know but then uh, we get christian at the bar uh, you know, poor Christian having all these beautiful women coming up to buy him drinks. Uh, but he's basically, she says, you want some company? He says, uh, not tonight, sweetheart, thanks. And I just love this closing shot so much. Like, the back-on shot of his head with a bar and just kind of it zooms out and kind of goes to credits. I just think it's a great shot of him at the end. Like, kind of really making him feel lonely and just kind of, you know, Christian here. Which is, it's kind of, it's just a side to his character. We just do not see a whole lot, isn't it? Christian being lonely. Um, but when it kind of plays into it, it kind of, it, you know, it, it works really well. So, yeah, great way to end the episode.
1: Is she supposed to be a hooker or is she just like some girl at the bar? I think
0: she's just some girl. I, I don't know. I mean, she might be a hooker, but, I mean, come on, this is Christian. Every woman wants to have sex with him. He's got people coming up to him. Poor thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because she's gorgeous, this girl, and he's just like, nah, I'm like, oh, there's something wrong with you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, what a hard life it is when you've got to turn people away like that. Like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah so bad but um yeah i mean anything else to add before we get into the rating section
1: well i think it's just a really not good episode to start us on you know like um some good setup but nothing kind of overly dramatic some nice fun getting it's kind of a back to basics episode in a a, the best possible way really
0: yeah no i agree and i kind of think this is to me season four that like you know like I just don't get how people can call this season boring because I just kind of think this just this is what all the episodes are like. There's just some random real fun stuff, some deep stuff, and just kind of, you know, even our celebrity cameos that will get across the way, you know, they don't. Take away from any episodes and kind of, you know, I just kind of like this ongoing flirtation between uh, Christian and Michelle and just, you know, even the storyline around kind of, you know, Connor and sort of his condition, I think, is, is handled pretty decently and Sean's reactions to it and even Julia kind of isn't necessarily as painful as she was last season, so... Yeah, and I mean we haven't even gotten Matt yet. Uh, you know, obviously we've had a bit of Annie and this. Yeah, even Liz gets stuff to do this season. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a good season. I'm just keep talking it up. Uh, what are we doing? Buying, renting it, or bidding it?
1: Um, it's an easy buy for me, and um, I'm excited to be back in the in the buy section. You know, like it's um it's not world shattering TV. You know, it's not like oh my god, you've got to see this episode. But if you just want like a really good slice of a good funny episode that you can watch. Um, really enjoy and walk away. um you know it, it's perfect. it's a perfect little encapsulation of I think what the best of Niptuck is, so it's a really easy buy for me this one. Completely, completely
0: agree. And I would even put the argument this is maybe a top quarter episode, which is not that hard. I mean, Nip Tuck only has 100 episodes, 99, taking out one of the episodes, uh, which, you know, puts you in the top 25. So, yeah, to me, I think this is, you know, arguably a top 25 episode of Nip Tuck. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just so much about this episode to enjoy and just sets up this season beautifully. So, yeah, 100% agree. Uh, this is definitely a buy. So I've actually bought three in a row of Nip Tuck. There you go. Uh, your wow. first buy since uh, episode ten last season, Madison Berg. So, um, yeah, it's been a while since you've uh, gone in the green, Nick. And there you are, you're back in the green. So,
1: and it uh, wasn't a hard decision at all. It wasn't even something I had to think about, which is which is great.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's what we like. So, uh, anyway, we will be back next week, of course, talking up uh, episode two, Blue Monday, uh, which involves a good song actually. Uh involves a stripper. Uh, it involves um, a, a, a sort of a gay for pay storyline, which is kind of interesting. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, uh, we've got a bit more Annie. Uh, you know, poor Annie gets yelled at in the next episode. Just feel sorry for Annie next episode. Yeah, it's definitely,
1: um, it's definitely a poor Annie episode.
0: And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, well, Matt's back, and uh, we we have Kimber back. Um, yeah, it's, it's. I think it's another great episode. It's, it's, it's solid, uh, and we we meet James for the first time, who's a woman. Um, you know, just uh, I, I really like kind of the intrigue they build around this this character of James because cause you just don't know who this woman is and kind of what's you know she's sort of involved in. Um, just kind of how they sort of handle it, and you know, just on that the fact that you know you think the uh, the big name stars kind of stop uh you know in this episode uh no Jacqueline Bisset will play James who you know steamed in her own right so um yeah we uh we're just we're just plowing through the big names playing through these episodes Yeah, you know, I don't know if you kind of have anything really to add on Blue Monday as in the episode you can talk about the uh the 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 song as well it's a great song but uh yeah
1: and the stripper a good stripper too
0: yeah yeah there you go. Uh, it's Power of 3's episode stripper and song. Um yeah. if only she was dancing to the song Blue Monday in Niptuck it would have just it would have come full circle. So but Yeah. Sadly she doesn't. Uh but we'll be back next week as I said in the meantime like us on Facebook, subscribe, uh iTunes of course, Spotify, Stitcher, uh Instagram, YouTube, uh you know the drill. Uh, and we appreciate you tuning in once again today to uh, hopefully enjoy it. My name is Ben, and uh, well, my tongue's been good enough for your ass, but not your mouth, apparently.
1: <laughs> and my name's Nick, and the only way I want to celebrate is with a nice slice of hair pie. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't
0: forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.